Hey everybody, how's it going? Coach Rick here, and welcome to my first episode on the podcast. Uh, in this podcast, um, you know, we're going to be talking about a lot of things. We're going to be talking about a lot of things. We're going to be, we're going to go a little crazy. It's just going to get insane here. All right. So, but I hope that you guys would enjoy my content. Um, thank you for coming aboard. Thank you for checking it out. And we're going to have some fun. So this first episode is going to be an introduction of myself. And it's going to be about me just talking about a couple of things a little bit. You know, uh, so my name is Rick. Um, and I am a personal trainer. Uh, and what I do is I specialize in mixed martial arts, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and boxing. I also teach it. Um, I have my own outdoor program, which I run. It's called RKO Fitness. And... I also teach at the UFC gym in East Rutherford. So I am located in North Jersey, uh, in Clifton, Passaic County. I said Clifton, obviously. I messed that one up already. But anyways, yes, I live around there. And, um, you know, so I've been teaching for about over 15 years, um, you know, and, and it's kind of crazy, like, how I got involved with it. Um, you know, as you were growing up, as I was growing up, uh, you know, like I, I went through a lot of challenges and I did a lot of things that, you know, you, you know, young people do like you do stupid things, you know. And um, so I was I was hanging out with the wrong people in my life and doing things that you're not supposed to be doing. You know, I won't get into details with it. Um, But, you know, so you're just doing things that you're not supposed to be doing, yada, yada, yada. And then it got to the point where I went on this trip to uh, Atlantic City. And I was partying. Actually, fun fact, um, before I started training, I was actually a club promoter. So I don't know if people would know about that, but me as a club promoter, um, I was a photographer as well. So I would sell tickets and then I would take pictures of the people at the club. So And then, you know, I would send it to uh, my boss at the time and she would put a logo and post it online. You know, it was good money because it was like if I had to do like... 120 something pictures in one night i'd make it like a good hundred dollars you know so it was pretty good it was pretty good decent money um i was doing that for a couple of months um but then again once again hanging out with the wrong people doing the wrong things uh you know so i was just in atlantic city one time and i went to atlantic city for a party and you know didn't really get into some trouble well technically metaphorically speaking i did get into some trouble um, but then on the way back home, I was like emotionally, like massively depressed. Like it was just really bad. And I just didn't know what to do with myself at that time. So like I was literally driving home with such emptiness inside, you know, and it was just so crazy. Like through the entire three and, you know, from from where I live and what I where I used to live in Patterson all the way to Atlantic City. That's like, you know, a good three, two and a half, maybe three hours. So just just imagine from driving from Atlantic City all the way back home, you know, emotionally, like emotional, like, you know, and like literally sobbing in your car and crying in your car with tears and stuff like that, you know. Uh, so, yes. But once I got home, you know, I had a good friend of mine, um, one of my close friends, actually, he kept me busy. And, you know, once I got home, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't take a nap because like as soon as I closed my eyes I was like hallucinating and stuff like that. So it was kind of it was kind of like a terrifying moment for me at that at that point. But 
he was just like, you know, hey, Rick, um, why don't you come watch a movie with me? And I'm like, yeah, sure. What movie do you want to watch? And he was like, there was this MMA movie, underground movie called Never Back Down. So this was, this, yes, it was like underground fighting and stuff like that. So I watched the movie and I was like, man, what is this? This is kind of interesting. And I knew MMA was out at that time, but I didn't know how, like, I didn't know what it was. And so after I watched the movie, the movie had a great storyline to it pretty good acting you know and pretty much pretty good fight scenes and then after we watched the movie one of my friend my friend he was like oh you know watch rick go start training or start doing something crazy and that's when the idea popped in my head so i need i was looking for change i needed change and i guess that was perfect and the the light bulb came in my head and i was like okay I'm ready to go. So I wanted to try something new. So I went online and I just started typing, you know, never back down fighting style, you know, and first thing that came up was um, Johnny Guerrero Brazilian Jiu Jitsu school. And um, so I I was I was like, okay, and it was kind of funny because like the first time I went in there, uh, I met this one guy named Rico and great guy, great kid great kid and everything um so and he gave me my first introduction lesson which it was very awkward i was just like because you know when you have to put your body inside another in between another man's legs you know and like you're like damn this is like the first thing that comes in your head is like this shit is gay as hell you know what i mean like i don't want to do this this is gay as hell like what the hell is going on here why why am i on the ground or why are you on top of me why are your balls in my face you know like i can't do this you know but he he made it very comfortable for me and um and i was just like you know what screw it let me try it let me try it and uh and that's when i signed up and that's when i signed up and that's when i enrolled to uh, uh johnny guerrero's school you know uh and it was a really it was a really great decision that I made uh, going into his school, you know. And once I got into the school, I did a couple of classes. I met some good people, you know, and that's when I got hooked. So at that point, I'm just like, I don't really care. Who cares if whose balls are in whose face or whose feet or whatever? I didn't, I didn't care at all. So I was just like, I'm ready to go. I'm hooked. I'm hooked. But I would still go out with my friends and still go out, you know, and still hang out with the wrong type of people. It was just, the change kind of slowly happened, you know, so it wasn't like that's it just happened overnight. But what, what got to me the most was that, you know, when I told my friends that I would go out clubbing with, like, hey, you know, I'm going to be a cage fighter. I'm going to fight in a cage and do this. You know, they all looked at me and they laughed at me. They were like, you ain't going to be no cage fire. Just cut that shit out. You know, just forget about it. It's over. That, that dream is gone. It's like, you're not, there's no way in hell you're going to be a cage fighter. And I said to myself, well, guess what? I'm going to prove you guys wrong. And that's exactly what I did. So I wind up uh, letting go of that group, you know, and all I did was just focus on training. So I would go to work. When I get out of work, I come straight home. Once I got home, took a shower, had to uh, uh, 
to Johnny's school right then and there. Boom. It was almost every day, six, seven days a week, just training nonstop, like from six to like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. You know, I got so invested. I got so involved and I got so good at that time. And I even told Johnny like, hey, I want to fight. I want to do a fight. I want to try it. You know, and I think that was uh, that was pretty much of a, a hell of an experience. You know, so yeah, that's that's pretty much. I stopped hanging out. I stopped clubbing every single day. After I got out of work, I went to train and learned more and got better. And then that's when, you know, Johnny came up to me and he was like, you know, there's something about you, and I think that you would be a really good instructor. So then I was just like, me? Teach? That's crazy. I can't teach. Like, you know, like, how is that even possible? So he was like, don't worry. Just trust in me and I will teach you how to teach. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. So then as I'm training, getting better, I was a white belt at the time. He was talking to me, but the only way for you to teach, Rick, is you have to have your blue belt. And I'm like, okay, well, I didn't know the whole belting, the belt system back then, but, you know, you had to have the blue belt. And so then I was just like, okay, fine. Uh, so I get my, you know, so I'm training hard every day. I'm training even harder and harder. And he's he's putting me to the side, even after class, before class, I had to do these certain drills, you know, and I say in about a year... In about a year or so, I got my white belt with a blue stripe. I got promoted to the next belt. You know, kind of like a little, be still beginner to, you know, advance before I got my blue belt. And, uh, you know, and he was like, don't worry, you got the fast track. You know, you're going to get there. You're going to get there. You're going to get there. And, uh, yeah, so I started, like, just, again, like, training more and more and more and more and more and more. You know, and then Johnny started having me do warm-ups, and, you know, starting like warming up the class. And I know some people felt uncomfortable. They were like, why is this guy that doesn't really know anything, you know, teaching, you know, or even warming us up for, you know, but Johnny was like, it doesn't matter. You know, when, when someone has good qualities of teaching, you know, he wants to expose those qualities, you know, and make it and, and you know, make it work. <clears throat> so, yeah, you know, so after that, I'd say I think about like seven eight months of hard work and dedication to uh, Johnny's school, then that's when I got my blue belt. You know, I had to learn the curriculum. I had to teach the way he wanted me to teach, you know. And when I started teaching, it became such a huge passion for me, such a huge passion. And that's how I, that's how everything just started to transform, you know. And the knowledge was just like continuous, continually to grow, to grow, to grow, to grow. And I was so invested. I was just so hooked. And, you know, I just couldn't, um, I couldn't just step away. Like, I just, I just couldn't. You know, I was there every single day. And then I would teach the adults. And then I would teach the kids classes, you know. And just still learning from different people, you know, and training with different people. So, you know, and that's, that's, that's how I pretty much got in, involved with like teaching, you know, because it became a huge, huge passion, a huge passion for me, you know, and I said, wow, I can see myself doing this, you know, for, for a while. This is just like amazing, you know, 
Um, so yeah, you know, so that's how I got into teaching, uh, you know, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, mixed martial arts, a little bit of kickboxing, you know, um, that's going to be more to come, you know, with more, uh, stories that I love to share more, you know, uh, craziness that has happened throughout my times through the years of training, you know, so, um, but yeah, I didn't want to take up too much of your time today, but I'm just going to break down my podcast into series, you know, so that way you can just hear, um, just more about me and, you know, to know where I came from and to understand, you know, what, what I'm all about, you know, so once again, thank you so much for hearing my podcast. It was really fun. It was really different. And it was great. So thank you for listening in. And I will see you for episode number two. You have enjoy your weekday. It's Wednesday, by the way, but you already knew that. (laughs) 